Welcome, everybody, to Moose Milk Podcast, episode 32! Episode 32. Yeah, tonight uh, we're going to talk uh, What If Episode 1. Uh, I just went and seen Suicide Squad, so I'm going to talk a little bit about that without spoilers, because I don't think Matt's seen it yet. Um, yeah, we're just going to talk a little bit about both of those things and give our thoughts and, you know... What If will have spoilers, so if you haven't watched What If, we will spoil that a little bit, but um, yeah, just waiting for Matt. If you haven't already, subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We are now available as a podcast on both those platforms, so if you haven't, jump over there. And there's Matthew looking as sexy as ever. (laughs) That's funny. Why? It's bigger than a normal size hat. But it froze. Well, <laughs> I'm hoping I can. Ah, shit. I was gonna. I was trying to take a picture. My my thing froze. So oh, you're very frozen. Completely frozen now. I don't even know if you can still hear me. <laughs> I love. I love Instagram. Constantly, constantly freezing. Can you hear me, sir? Are you there, sir? You have gone. Nobody is here. Am I frozen? I don't know. My dog's barking. He might know. Nope. Matt's gone. All right. Well, hopefully Matt will rejoin. But as I was saying, if you have not... Uh, subscribed on Spotify, uh, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe now. We're available there in audio form. Uh, always uh, available as well on YouTube. So there's Matthew again. He's here. I'm back, motherfuckers. You. Yeah. What's up, son? Okay. I have a I have a special guest joining me tonight too. Homer. Yeah, there he is. Hey, bud. Hey. Nope. He's like fuck y'all. He's all napping and stuff, man. He don't he care. No, he doesn't care. We Your playing. dog is like the most chill dog ever. Not true. He'll hear tonight. He'll go. He'll bark at least. He'll have like a crazy barking spell. He does these things where it's like he does like full on like howls. So he'll be like, <laughs> my dog doesn't howl. He just barks a lot. All he needs to hear is just one little thing. Anything. It doesn't even have to be. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. You know, any noise outside, he's going crazy. Like it's 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 not it's not stoppable at all. Any noise in our our entire condo, and he's like, (laughs) he goes nuts. Yeah, you're very quiet, but I'm I'm trying. Oh, hang on, I can just I guess because I think think you said you could hear me better when I wasn't way better automatically. As soon as you did that, way better. All right, just tell me that. No, I'll just switch over. You're very quiet. I was being, I was whispering. It's a ASMR video. That's right. (laughs) How are you? Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm okay. I'm good. I took the day off today, so that was kind of nice. That's fun. Mm -hmm. Did some work on a couple of figures that I've been working on, and I had to do some, like, big construction kind of work on one of them, so I figured I I saw you on a live. I just... uh, I couldn't stay and watch because I didn't have any power. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's annoying. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I love coming home to no power. It makes me really happy. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't actually have that issue too often, so it's weird. We don't really lose power here because we don't really have like thunderstorms and shit, right? Because you live in a real city. Well, I don't, it's not that I live in a real city, you live in a real city too. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. I live in a, a dump truck that mm-hmm. pretends it's a city. <laughs> mm. Um, I, we're, how- we went, so me and like four friends went and seen Suicide Squad. Yeah, how was it? I was just gonna ask you. Well, well, we'll dive into that in a bit, but we're driving back and like everything's pitch black. And you know how like sometimes you just don't really, like really click into like something's wrong immediately. And then all of a sudden I look around, I'm like, everything's dark. This is weird. And then I'm like, there's no street lights. This is weird. And then we get closer to like our houses because he lives like two blocks away from me. And I'm like, Oh, it's pitch black. Like, you can't see anything. Like, there's no lights anywhere. I'm like, something's definitely wrong. And then I go online, and it's like, yeah, there's a massive uh, transformer explosion in, in uh, this side of the city, and, and nobody has any power. And I'm like, oh, that's good. We could have done we could have done the podcast in the dark. I was thinking that. I was like, oh, I could just light some candles or something. And like, Wouldn't it be funny if you, shot, if you just did it in pitch black, and then I just shut all my lights? <laughs> It's Friday the thirteenth. It would be spooky. Oh, that would have been so soothing. We should have done that. that we'll do funny. that for Halloween. Okay. We'll, Everybody we'll do says, like uh you would think we were gonna wear costumes, but instead we're just gonna do it in the dark. We'll do like a candle cast where we'll just light some candles and we'll do like a live seance. I'm gonna do candles behind me though, so that way you don't see my face. It's all shadowy with just this like glow behind me. <laughs> What's up, Nike uh Nike boy? Hi, Nike uh, boy. What up, man? Yeah, no, I, uh, I think we should do, uh, uh, candles and then we'll just watch the craft on stream. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm pretty sure we bought that the last time we needed to buy it because Kate wanted to watch it. The new Kate one or the old one? The old one. I love the old one. Yeah, Kate likes it a lot. I, I don't But know. I haven't watched the new one yet because I'm pretty sure I heard it was awful. We watched it and I can't remember what we thought of it. I'm pretty sure I was like, this is fucking lame. But Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think, love I the remember, original craft. Like the original craft is like <laughs> awesome. Like Nev Campbell. Woo! Man, like yeah. I love old <laughs> Nev Campbell movies and that movie's dope, but I was very, very hesitant to see that they were remaking it or doing like a new one or whatever it's supposed to be. And then I saw some reviews online that was like, oh, it's it's bad. It's not good at all. And I was like, oh, yeah. no, I can't even bring myself to watch it because it's just going to ruin the original for me. Yeah, I can't remember where Kate landed on it. And I obvi- I don't remember it that well. I just know that we watched it. So, like, that tells you yeah. what it was for me. Yeah, yeah. If it's not memorable in any way, then obviously it's probably not very good. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. But anyways, we watched it, I think. I'll it watch it one day when I'm like, in the right mood for it to ruin my youth, but um, yeah, no, I watched that movie when I was like, I don't know, thirteen or fourteen, and like I, I have a huge, huge phobia of snakes, and there's that one part in like near the end of the movie where they yeah. like put snakes everywhere, and it like fucking terrified me because I, I'm petrified of snakes. So, speaking of snakes, yesterday night, just because last night, sorry, people say it's weird when I say yesterday night. I was watching, uh, I decided to just randomly watch Jackass 2. It came up on, like, my, and the part where they so put the, co- the Cobra and the thing with yeah. Bam. With Bam? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it was so funny. 
I think I'm like <laughs> one of nine people that like I'm very excited for Jackass Four. Like I don't, um, I'm not really like thinking about it because like I'm just like I don't know like it's not relevant to me really anymore. But like I know not. when I know when it comes out I'll see it. It would just be like the second Borat movie. It's like if when they make it I'm gonna I I was gonna see it like it was inevitable yeah. right like it just yeah because I, I like I liked it when I was growing up. So even if it can just get me a couple laughs and a bit of nostalgia, then like, yeah, good enough. I my worry is that it's gonna be more sad than funny like. <laughs> It's a bunch of, like, 50-year-old guys trying to, like, relive their youth. Bam's not in it. You know, Ryan Dunn has passed, so that's yeah. sad, and he's not in it. Like, it seems like it's... Uh, I, I don't want to say money grab, because, like, I know a lot of these guys are rich and probably don't need the money, but I also feel like it's, like, I don't know, the one last hurrah kind of thing. And, and um, I know... I, I saw an interview with Johnny Knoxville that said, like, they brought in a lot of new, like, young young blood, basically, to, like, take over. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that there's, like, a Jackass 5 with, like, a brand new cast of just, like, wild, crazy dudes. Yeah. Because, I mean, you could always sprinkle in the original guys, even just to come yeah. in, like, like, Tony Hawk and all them do. In, exactly. In this one, right? Like, just guests, kind of. Even if they're just there to, like, supervise and come up with ideas and then make, like, the young guys do it kind of thing. Like, as, yep. like, an almost like an initiation type, like, Welcome to Jackass type thing. I like, can just hear Johnny Knoxville's laugh, just laughing at exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I, I mean, that. I'm just a huge Jackass fan. Like that's like my teenage years is like yeah. CKY and Jackass was like huge for me. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed Jackass a lot. So like back. I in hope the day. it's good. Yeah, me too. I'll see it for sure because I like yeah, it, like I really like I think Johnny Knoxville is just so fucking funny. Like. I I love Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, me too. Anytime I I, I, I can watch like an interview with him or anything, even Steve O, like Steve O has a, a really good podcast. I mean, I've only watched a few episodes of it, so I shouldn't say really good because who knows, but um I, I admire that guy because he's like really went from like one extreme to the other of like yeah, he totally having changed major his life drug around, problems. Right? What's that? He like totally changed his life around, right? Yeah, he had like yeah. massive drug issues and like has is like I think completely sober now and like doing really well for himself and like nice. very you know successful he does like comedy and stuff like that like um yeah i don't know i just really admire the guy i think he's a really cool dude so it's nice. cool to see him uh you know being successful outside of jackass but like coming back and doing more as like a sober person like i think he did jackass 3 maybe sober too but yeah that sounds um nice. i cannot imagine doing like some of the stuff they do like without anything like you'd have to be messed up to do some of the stuff they do because there's no way you'd have the courage to do it otherwise. They do some pretty um, crazy shit for sure. They're fucking yeah. nuts. They're fucking yeah. nuts. I but, didn't think this podcast was going to turn into jackass cast, but you know. <laughs> Don't try this at home. <laughs> um, uh, that's great. What have you been uh, watching this week? So yeah, so I watched jackass yesterday. <laughs> jackass yeah. too. And I rewatched this week. Uh, uh, I think you should leave again, just because I kind of breezed through the first the season two, like last time, pretty quickly. So I just wanted to revisit that and watch that. And then, uh, yeah, this morning I watched uh, the last episode of the Bad Batch. So we're season nice. one of the Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. So that's done now. Until they're doing a season two in next year, sometime I guess. So. So did it end like on like a big cliffhanger or? No, um, spoilers for everybody who's listening, but um, yeah, not no, 
Like I, I actually really like the series as a whole. I did find it a bit like slower paced than like Rebels and stuff like that. But yeah. I liked like the Bad Batch. Like I hope we get to see those characters in real life one day. That'd be fucking amazing. It'd be That'd so be cool. Awesome. But I mean, even if we don't, they're just they're great as they are. And uh, and uh, yeah, but I thought the last episode of the season did it just kind of ended like every other episode. It was just kind of like I mean, don't get That's me wrong, wrong. like. It was a it was a part two two of like a two part kind of arc or whatever you know right so like it was picking it was kind of taking care of like where we last off left off last episode but at the right. end there wasn't like any big major twist or anything like that it was like uh, all right we'll see you next week kind of thing yeah 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 like I guess there was a little bit more at play but without going too deep into spoilers which I you know. Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, if it just came out, don't don't spoil yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's like only been out since. Well, midnight. I mean, then again, we're gonna spoil what if. So. Yeah, but I guess people are used to coming here to hear me spoil us spoil what if though, or spoil yeah. whatever MCU shows on. Yeah, right. no, I, um, I'm glad they're doing another season. I mean, I at least that means that it was like watched and successful. So yeah, for the totally. people that love it, you know, totally, yeah. Yeah, I really like the characters. And there's I think I mentioned to you there's a character called Omega. She's like a little Australian girl. And she's like so like they didn't get, they haven't gone too far into it, but essentially she is like the only other clone of Django Fett, like made like Boba Fett. So like without the aging, without like she ages in like real time like a human does. Okay. So she is basically like made of the same DNA as Boba Fett, essentially. Cool. Yeah. And she's awesome. She's so cool. And she's like a, she's like an enhanced clone, like the Bad Batch are too. So it's like, you know, she kind of has like a bunch of like extra kind of skills. Like she's really good at like, like, um, like tactics and like kind of like, like she's really good at like Sabacc. There's an episode where she like fucking cleans house and like plays everybody and gambles playing Sabacc and like, yeah, it's nice. pretty cool. It's a pretty cool. Uh, it was a good show, and I liked it, and I can't wait for another season. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I mean, it's not something I'll watch, but um, I really do hope that you know some of the stuff that they do in that show that you've said that sounds pretty cool is carried over into like some of the live action stuff. You know, I just saw like uh, Taika Waititi finished writing his movie or whatever that he's doing. So, what? Which? Oh, he's doing like a new movie, like new Star uh, Wars no movie. Oh, new Star Wars. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. What's up, Figurehead? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, apparently he's writing a Star Wars movie. I don't really know what like what it pertains to, if it's um like a sequel or if it's just like a standalone thing, or I, I don't know. I I didn't look too far into it. The fact that he's writing a Star Wars movie, I'm like, yeah, I mean, regardless, yeah, same I here. think he's hilarious. So Yeah, same here. Count me in. I'm good. Yeah. I like Taika. Taika's like good yeah. shit. So um yeah, no, I've huh. I could talk like a, literally an hour about just stuff I've watched this week. Like <laughs> All right, let's um, start let's start with the usual. How's Supergirl? So I'm like uh six or seven episodes into Supergirl season three. <gasps> three um, more until Brainy comes. Yeah, no, um I'm I'm looking really forward to season four just because I know a lot of the cast changes over when like Brainiac comes in and um I think Dreamer comes in season five, you said? I think season four. 
Oh, okay. Well, so I think a lot of the cast like changes uh, significantly between season three and season four. But um, okay. yeah, no, it's uh, it's I'm still really enjoying it. Like uh, I'm I'm actually really um, feeling the cast. Like I really like the character development and stuff like that that's happening. I think um, each season has progressed to a point where like I think it's better than the last season. Like I think season two was a lot better than season one, and season oh, three good. so far I'm like really into so. Um, I haven't had a lot of time to watch that just because I've been watching so much other Everything stuff else. too, but um, yeah. it's good. It's, it's really, really solid. I really enjoy it. Um, still watching Australian Survivor. It's really, really good too. <laughs> is, um, is Australian Survivor like you can only watch like one episode a week? Because No, it's, it's like, three episodes a week. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so Australian Survivor differs from American Survivor because uh, American Survivor is only on once a week and... Australian Survivor has way more people and it's longer. It's like uh like almost fifty days, I think, compared to American oh. where it's it's thirty-nine. Okay. So um they do way more episodes and have way more cast and so on and so forth. So it's 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 really, really solid. And gotcha. three episodes a week gives you a lot more time with like the cast and and get like um kind of like build a favorite and like people you like, people you dislike, so on and so forth. So it really yeah. builds itself up well. Um so I'm watching that, but then also the block, uh, the new season of the block in Australia started. Um, so I have to stream that. It's on four days a week, so there's four episodes Jeez. of that. Yeah, so I mean, I love you the might show. Well it's just a, move it's a to Australia, show. mate. Yeah, I, sorry, but I like I love Australians. I think the accent is amazing. Yeah, I love. Yeah, um, I mean, the women are beautiful. The I love kangaroos. Kangaroos, my favorite animal. So it's like. <laughs> I love, I don't know, I love Australia. I really, really would love to go to Australia. I'm just terrified because everything in Australia wants to kill you. Just yeah, like I don't like that part. But I do poisonous everything and it just terrifies me. But and the flight's like twenty thousand hours long. So that's, that's where I it loses me. Yeah. I'm not in I'm not into flying at all. Yeah, I don't I mean I'll I don't like I'll do it, but like I kinda have a limit. Yeah. Like like I, uh uh, like when we go to England, like that's like my limit. That's my limit. It's like for me, yeah. I think that's like twelve hours or ten hours. I think Australia for us is like twenty hours or twenty-one hours or something. Yeah, it's I think it's. Bonkers. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I think if you hate flying like I do, like I like Cuba and Jamaica, I've both been to, and it's like a boat of three to four hour flight. Um, I can do that because I won't get out of my seat the entire flight. Same here. Same here. Um, I wear my seatbelt the entire flight because I'm terrified. I can take like sleeping pills or whatever and just kind of like be drowsy and pass out, not really focus on anything. If it's like an 18 hour flight, like I'm going to have a hard time not peeing for 18 hours. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, I get it. That's the danger of it. But, um, I would love to go to Australia one day. I just don't know if I could ever actually bring myself to do it. But anyway, um, yeah. So watching the block as well. That's awesome. I recommend that show. And then, uh, the challenge started as well, which is another reality show. It's based, uh, in America, but it's basically, um, if you don't know what the challenge is, I mean, it's 37 seasons in, but they basically get competitors to from all different reality shows. So there's people from like Survivor. There's people from. The real world, there's people from uh, Love Island, there's people from like all different reality shows, and they basically are in one giant competition. And what? it's like, yeah, it's like basically it's Survivor esque, where like there's challenges and 
the winner of the challenge is like safe and then they vote people in to like basically go to an elimination where they there's another challenge and then the loser of that elimination gets eliminated but it's like um a little more hardcore where the challenges are like pretty brutal at times where like there's people bleeding there's people that break bones oh crazy like it's 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 pretty um pretty intense at sometimes and there's you know not as much anymore but like it's mtv so there is a lot of like drama mm. hooking up you know a bunch of young pretty people you know drinking and, and doing dumb things but it's evolved more in the last few seasons where it's a lot more of a competition rather than like a reality show almost right um so yeah i recommend that as well and then uh yeah i went and seen suicide squad tonight nice how was it and i loved it yeah i heard a lot of really really well done i've heard like every spoiler like i've listened to like five different podcasts about it yeah i'm not gonna spoil it for people that haven't seen it yet i just want to like basically give like a brief overview of it of um yeah i thought it was really really well done really really funny uh it's directed by james gunn who did the um uh guardians guardians of the galaxy one and two um it's very, very similar in tone to those movies and like comedy chops. Um, you can definitely tell that it's a James Gunn movie. A lot of music, um, put in, you know, in moments of the movie and stuff like that. But, um, rated R. So it's a lot more violent, a lot more blood, a lot more, you know, brutality, uh, cursing, that kind of thing. But, um, really funny, really, really well made. And like, um, it's a little long. It could have been probably trimmed at parts. Like, I heard that. The first 30 minutes or so is like really, really funny. Like I was cracking up the entire time. And then there's a little bit of a slow middle where it like, it kind of chills out. Of it. Not slows down to a point of like boring, but a mellowed out part in the middle. And then it picks up again at the end. But, um, yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Really, really funny. I really, really think it, um, might be my favorite DCEU movie. It's funny because I heard a lot of people say that. Uh, it's the best movie in the DC cinematic universe. And it's like, it's concerning that the first time they let uh, uh, a director kind of run with their vision entirely, they get yeah. like the best thing ever, right? Because apparently James Gunn had like full creative control on right. this. I'll say, I really like Wonder Woman, the first one, not the second one, 1984, I thought was really bad. But um, yeah. The first Wonder Woman movie I really, really enjoyed. I liked uh, Man of Steel. I think it's not a great Superman movie if you're going into yeah. it. Like, he strayed from what makes Superman kind of Superman. But I also think that Superman's overall a pretty boring character. And it needed to change. It needed to evolve into a modern day. So I, I enjoyed what he did. And I think Zack Snyder, like, visually is a really great director. I think his weak point is length and plot and stuff like that where i think he thinks his shit don't stink almost to a point where yeah. everything needs to be like it's super long and super extended and i think that's just, that's where he falls apart a little bit but yeah not a big fan. um not overall i think the dcu is pretty weak but um yeah i would put suicide squad like james gunn's suicide squad up there near the top if not my favorite um really funny really really funny i i, I mean it's hard to build off of because a lot, like, I mean, I'm not going to, like, spoil anything, but, like, a lot of characters die. 
Yeah, I was just gonna say, so, isn't it like a pretty like violent and like uh, yeah. gory almost kind of not gory, but like it's pretty. Oh, it's very gory. Oh, is it okay? Oh yeah, like people get chopped in half, decapitated. Oh, like that sounds great. I need to get on shot in the face. Like it's 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 very gory. It's good because it kind of gives James Gunn a chance to go back to his like roots, right? Because he used yeah. to do a lot of like really like low budget like uh, horror kind of stuff, didn't he? Yeah, I think. I'm not super familiar with what he did before Guardians. Me but like, I know what I heard, like Slither, that was like really popular. Yeah, Slither apparently. Yeah. Um, I'd say this, like, I think DC would be smart to take the R-rated route and go like, okay, Marvel can be a family-friendly, um, you know, PG, PG-13 era um universe where like you know nothing's too graphic nothing's too violent you can bring your kids to it it's it's, it fits everybody i think dc would be smart to go like no we're for adults we're gonna make our movies r-rated we're gonna be uber violent we're gonna make these characters really like adult themed um you know there's gonna be nudity there's gonna be sex there's gonna be violence dc stands for dick dick content i'm fine with that um I think DC would be smart to really separate themselves from from Marvel that way and just say, like, yeah, yeah we're going to make R-rated movies. And, you know, they don't need a $200 million budget to be good. Like, you could make a good, you know, $80, $90 million movie, I think, and it would still be worth it. But, yeah, um, yeah no, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I really recommend it. I think I think you'll really like it. Yeah, I'm not – it's to me, everything that I've heard, it sounds like I'll like it. So It's up your alley. It's funny. I like we were cracking up, like all of us, like we were really laughing a lot. It was it was very funny. Nice, nice. Hi Chong. Hey, what's Chong. up, Chong? Huh. Um, <laughs> that's me right now. Hey man. Hey man. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think that's about it. Um hey, also I recently I watched I forgot to say I watched uh Closed for Storm. I already told you, but right. last week we were talking about uh, a documentary about Six Flags New Orleans where that got closed after Hurricane Katrina. And Ryan yeah. sold it to me and I watched it uh, on Wednesday or Thursday. It's pretty good. We liked it. There's like a, there was some stuff that we thought was kind of stupid, but I thought overall it was pretty good. So yeah, no, I like I the mean... imagery of like a park underwater. That's pretty cool. And I like everything being like dismantled and like left abandoned looking like anything that kind of looks post-apocalyptic i'm like yeah i'm game you know why like i think um boblo island is why i like abandoned stuff totally um anybody that's not from this area probably doesn't really know no one knows what um, the fuck boblo island is. yeah so like i we're from windsor originally and there used to be a theme park around the windsor area called boblo island that was kind of a theme park um on an island that was kind of american and canadian where like uh there was a ferry that went both to detroit michigan and to windsor and carried you to the island that was a small theme park like it wasn't anything like cedar point or disney world or anything like that like low budget-esque this is like 80s early 90s era and uh it closed down i think like i don't know maybe 92 93 somewhere in that area um but basically like it got kind of abandoned and then they built houses on the island as like luxury homes kind of thing. But growing up, um, my dad, my biological dad was, um, uh, he built some of the homes on that island. 
Oh, cool. Um, so like, I remember when he was doing construction on that island, he brought us there a couple times and like, we got to kind of explore the island as they were building up these homes and like, there was like remnants of the park left over. Like it was overgrown oh, and it was like, yeah, it was really cool. Like you could see I can't like, remember, I know somebody that used to have one of the signs from one of the rides. I can't remember yeah. who it is, but I know. At somebody your old house. Did. What's that? When you lived with that guy, oh, shit, in it, was, it was Rob's. It was in my own. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why it sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the cyclone. Yeah. Cyclone. I, I, I like, I love that sign. I thought it was so cool that you had that. So very cool. Yeah. Very cool. No, I, um, but I, exploring that island as a kid, like, I kind of think it put in my mind is like, this is a really cool thing. And then I've always like, there's a couple of YouTube channels I follow for like abandoned stuff and just like people exploring like cool abandoned theme parks or, or, um, like you know, abandoned cities and stuff. That kind of shit yeah. is pretty cool too. I think that stuff's awesome. Like, I just Me like too. seeing nature kind of overtake areas of the world that like you know they were building a new city and like they stopped because they ran out of money and you see like you know grass and greenery over overflowing buildings or, or like stuff i am legend or whatever I don't know. like a big part it's, of why i like the movie i am legend because it's like the yeah. cities are all jungles it's like fuck that's so cool right that's why i i i love that kind of stuff like i love apocalyptic stuff like that you know yeah um, 28 days later or dawn of the dead like all that zombie like uh, walking dead um all that stuff you know so yeah i i I love apocalyptic stuff so if you're into that like yeah i I highly recommend it if you're not like yeah there's some cheesy moments and and you know whatever but i i enjoyed it just because i i like i don't know i like the look of it i like i like the way that you know it was shot and filmed i thought it was some really cool stuff so yeah, I thought it was really good too. I liked it quite a bit. So, um, also, I've been listening to a ton of that Bleachers album, that new Bleachers album. Oh, I really need to get into that. I'm really kind of not in the mood. I've been listening to a shit ton of Blink. Like I've been listening to through Blink's like entire catalog. Weird. Yeah, like I've just started right at the front and just like have been going through it. So everything, even like neighborhoods and dogs eating dogs. Like they're not. I love dogs eating dogs. They're not the ones that I like constantly go to, but it's like after I've listened to like Take Off Your Pants and Enema and Dude Ranch and Self Titled in the same day, I'm like, all right, now what can I listen to? So lately I've been getting into the B side album from California, the bonus one. Yeah. Not horrible. It's not great, but it's not horrible. And um, yeah, like all, everything blink really, especially Fly Swatter. No, I'm just kidding. I was gonna say that's really weird. No, um, I do like a couple songs that fly swatter, but they're not like good like songs. I just like them because I used to like the bass lines. Yeah, no, I mean I think some of the bass lines in all their albums are great. Like even Cheshire mm-hmm. Cat has some great uh bass lines yeah. on it, but Yeah, totally. Basically anything pre Dude Ranch I think is pretty hard to get into at this point, but I would definitely agree. There's way yeah, more I, accessible music from them. Yeah, no, for sure. But um no I I really like the new Bleachers album. I think it's really, really catchy. I think the first half is way better than the second half, but um, hmm. the first like four or five tracks on it, I think, are fucking awesome. Nice. I'll definitely be giving them a listen. So and I then, downloaded uh, it onto my phone, so it's like I'm for sure gonna be listening to it. But yeah, it's it's really good. Like there's a the second track is with Bruce Springsteen. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty five. Really catchy. Oh, forty five. That one, right? Yeah, it's really catchy. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, and then the Killers released a new album 
yesterday. Interesting. And I haven't been a huge Killers fan since Samstown. Like, uh, Hot Fuss and Samstown, I think, are fucking phenomenal albums. And then I really, really fell off of, of the Killers. I think everything post-Samstown has been pretty bad. I didn't but, even know um, they were still relevant or active. They're, they, they've, I think they have, like, seven albums or eight albums. Oh, like, damn. Yeah, oh yeah, like, they keep putting albums, though. It's just nobody... Well, nobody cares. in the mainstream seems to really care about them, but um, their new album's really weird and different, but I really liked it. Hmm. What's it called? It's like the reverse of Samstown. I don't. I was never a Killers fan ever, so I don't know any other stuff. It's very um, almost country. Weird. It's weird. <laughs> it, it's it's weird a weird album. <laughs> That was weird because your dog's bark t- timed up with your mouth. So when you did, it's weird. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a weird album, but I don't know. Some, for some reason, it, it really caught me last. I only listened to it once, but um, I found it interesting. It was the first album I found interesting by them since Sam Sound. So maybe check that out if, you, if you're looking for something. If I'm feeling like a type 50, I don't know what that means. I don't know how long it was, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm surprised that you don't like Samstown because Samstown's amazing. Well, it's not that I don't like Samstown. It's just I never was really into the Killers, so I just never listened to the Killers. It's you like, should go back to that album. Samstown? Is that the first album? Second. Okay. That's the album where Brandon Flowers came out and was like, this is the best album ever made before it came out and was like, this album's <laughs> going to win every award ever and like just started like praising the album before it came out. Like it was like, God's gift to humanity. And then it and was? I think that really soured a lot of people's taste on the album. But then after listening to it, like it grows on you and grows on you and grows on you. That's a really catchy album. That's a really solid album. All right. I'll have to give her a spin. You should. I think you'll like it. You should. All right. I'll do it okay. after this podcast. All right. Sounds good. But yeah. So other than that, Oh, snap. What do you got, Cherry today? Yeah, back to Cherry. I keep Cherry as kind of like a when I'm feeling like I want something different, I kind of throw it in. Yeah. Cherry and Blackberry are my like, eh, let's shake it up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get crazy. Let's get nuts. Let's get fucking you nuts, get nuts man. Let's get nuts. Get nuts. You want lime? We got lime. You want peach? We got peach. You want peach cherry? Good. We got cherry. Ryan's got cherry. Peach and cherry are my two favorites. Yeah, I like peach the best. If I had to pick one, peach is the best. I like pineapple too, but it's another one where it's like I get bored of it by the end of the case. I'm I haven't. Like, that's the only one I haven't had yet. Yeah, it's okay. It's not. I guess if you like love pineapple, you'd probably I be don't. into it. Yeah, well, you'd be. You probably won't care then. I mean, I love. I like a pina colada, but like if somebody was like, really "Here's a piece of pineapple," I'd be like, "You can throw that in the trash. I don't need it." If you put pineapple on my pizza, I will literally throw the pizza at you because you just destroyed the pizza. Like, I fucking like love pineapple on pizza. Well, so this is stupid. You are rude. So what did you think of What If? Uh, I really liked it, to be honest. I mean, it's weird because it seems like it's the first Disney Plus show that we've watched from Marvel that, like, isn't, like, slow as balls. Like, it's just like super fast paced. It's like 
oh, hey, we're Agent Carter. Hey, we're doing this. Hey, we're doing this. Hey, it's the end. And I know the idea is to get through a lot in a little, but it's just like a weird, it's weird when you go from watching three episodes before anything even happens to, hey, we just basically condensed the whole movie into 30 minutes. I did like the length, though. I thought the 30-minute runtime was like pretty good to me. Completely, completely, completely disagree. Yeah, you were. Yeah, we're totally on the same different page. I also really like the animation. I thought it was really cool looking. I love the animation. Yeah, it's super nice. And uh, I like it the looks, voice cast. Um, like, like nice to have Yeah, I love it. It looks really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's kind of like they're trying to like animate the MCU. So, it, like, it kind of it's very cool. Yeah, stylized, but I like it. Yep. So, yeah, uh, I thought yeah. it was awful. Um, it's borderline unwatchable to me. Um, oh my God. I think the it. voice acting outside of Haley Atwell was abysmal, especially oh. Bucky. What? Um, I thought Bucky was. It sounded like somebody that didn't want to be there in any manageable way whatsoever. It was like the most stoic. Like, I'm doing this for a paycheck. I don't want to be in this at all. Um, I didn't feel like that. Uh, goodbye, Squirrel Leader. Thanks for coming out. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah, no, I uh, I thought it was really bad. Um, I feel like the 30-minute runtime is nowhere near long enough to do anything that they wanted to do. Everything felt rushed. The pacing yeah, was off. Um yeah, it just wasn't enough to tell a storyline. And, like, unless this is going to be, like, a two- or three-parter, to me, it just felt like, why do a what-if if you're just going to rush through any of the exciting plot points of the episode? Um, yeah, I, I just, I really didn't like it. I felt like a lot of the dialogue was poorly written. I mean, how many times do they, during 30 minutes, 25 minutes, whatever it was, like, they need to talk about, Put on your dancing shoes. Hey, you're my dancing partner. Hey, do you want to go dancing? Hey, you're going to be my dancing boy. Like, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're hammering that into the ground. I don't disagree with you there. It it was just like, the dialogue was just like, oh my God. Like, even as I I texted you when they're fighting the stupid octopus squid thing at the end, and they're like cutting it with a sword and stuff, and they're like, oh... Uh, I was like, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, somebody's going to make a joke about here's some calamari or something like that. And then like 30 seconds later, one of the d- soldier dudes comes in and is like, hey, we're dicing up some calamari. And I'm like, Jesus. Like, I think it was actually Bucky. But but th- that being said, though, how far off is that from what we usually get with the MCU? Like the MCU is known for those kind of like those. It was, but like, then, then write something more creative. Write something more entertaining. Like, to me, for a brand new show, you're starting it off with this episode. This episode should hook you immediately. Like, this is what we're building. This is what the show is about. Like, let's make some sweet plot points. Let's let's really get you into the series. And the ser- this episode did the exact opposite, where it was like, I don't even know if I want to watch the next episode. Because to me, it was like 30 minutes of a waste of time. Man, it's so crazy how wrong you are. <laughs> no, I mean that's um, fair. Like, I, I'm glad yes, people I, enjoy I'll, it. I'll, I'll argue the opposite. So, so I do 100% agree that it felt rushed for sure. Yeah. Um, but like, 
to me, they did already make a step in the grander plot point. Like, to me, I didn't know that this was all going to tie together, but now it kind of feels like it might be. At the very end, where she pushes that the octopus thing. So I think they're... I, I don't know if they're implying that it is, but, like, that kind of is similar to a, a bad guy from Marvel called... Sh- I think his name's Sh- Shuma Gorath or something like that. He was in the... Marvel vs. Capcom games. He's like a big uh-huh. like eye with like a bunch of tentacles coming off. Yep. Anyway, so I wonder if that is him for one, because that's yep. another like sorcerer supreme basically. That's like a combatant to to Doctor Strange. Yep. Um. So I but I also wonder like at the end when she pushes that through and then shows up in like a more modern timeline. I don't know if it's meant to be like our current MCU or not, but like. Now, all of a sudden, she's, like, in modern day yeah. with Nick Fury and Hawkeye, and I'm just like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. Like, I wonder what they're going to do with that. And it makes me wonder that because I heard that uh, Chadwick Boseman's in four episodes, so, like, they yeah. must move along or continue to move along, right? Like, Well, I think if they were smart, they would definitely tie things into each other and, like, characters would tie into the like second or third episode or whatever and people fall out and people you know jump back in or whatever but my bigger concern is if these are all what ifs do any of these actually matter in any meaningful way um you know there's rumors going around that like they want to do a captain carter movie now real movie yeah um with Haley atwell or whatever and like to me that's 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 intriguing to me because I think she's she does a great job right. about that character. Yeah, I agree. But I agree. um Yeah, I, I don't know if any of this has any real meaning towards anything. And like it, to me it's like if, if this is all just like, you know, rumor theory, like what if, fan fiction, whatever, like does any of this have like any real effect on the MCU? And I know they're saying like, oh yeah, it's it's canon, it's part of the, the MCU now, but I'm like great but if it's just a different timeline that doesn't really affect anything else like why do i care and i feel like they're going to use this as a kind of way to explain the way the multiverse is going to work moving forward i feel like that's the relevancy here is like and i also kind of wonder if maybe each episode is going to kind of revolve around an infinity stone because we already got the tesseract right off the bat yeah no i i think that would be smart too but and it brought like, it, the tesseract is what brought her back to like the modern time so it makes me wonder maybe there's going to be like this because you know like when i think about it like you could make the gamora and and nebula story have to do with the the stone that's found on morad or whatever like that star lord finds initially right same with uh black panther could be involved with that as well right or not black panther but star lord t'challa yeah so no i i mean they definitely could tie together in that way where like hey, each episode revolves around finding an Infinity Stone in some way, and then near the end of the season, this is how the Infinity War would have worked out if... if that's cool. Yeah, that'd be, like, that, I think that's a super interesting idea of, like, if this yeah. is the different storylines that involve Infinity Stones, and then this is how Infinity War would have went if this is all what happened, I think that would be a cool way to end the season. It's, like, episode, what, I don't know how long the season is, I think 10? Yeah, I think so. Or something, something like that. So, like episodes, say, like episode eight, nine, and ten are all the Infinity War episodes, where like, hey, we're setting up each Infinity Stone, and then this is how it works now because of all this. But, um, 
like I said, I just think if if none of this is actually going to stick around or matter, then then why do I care? If it's just fan fiction, then great. Um, yeah, I don't I I don't think that the stories themselves will really have an overall m meaning on the MCU, but I think that whatever the overarching kind of thing is in this will be relevant to the story moving forward. Like maybe it might even be Kang. It would make sense. No, for sure. And and like I mean, my biggest problem with it again is like I didn't I like the animation style. I thought the animation style was beautiful, but that's usually the hard the, the thing that's the hard sell for you too, right? Is right. It it wasn't the animation style that turned me off of the show. It was everything yeah. else. But um to me again, like it still would have been way better if this was live action. Yeah, I, I don't get me wrong. I would take live action over cartoon a hundred percent of the time, but I also get to put out more content that are gonna have to go down different avenues. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree, but like as soon as this episode came out, Disney was like, Oh yeah, from the success of um of of what if, like we definitely are looking at more animated stuff and I'm like, That sucks. That's a bummer. That's a huge bummer to me. Like to me, um, if I can get more content and some of it's animated, I'm fine with that. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I mean, that's Real great. Story. I'm, I'm glad some people will love it, but to me, if you want me to buy into the entire universe and watch all the MCU stuff, this isn't the way to do it. It's going to divide people. It's going to it's going to divide the universe. There's going to be people that jump in on this, and there's going to be people that go, meh. It's animated. It's it's childish. It's it's for kids. I'm not gonna. You're not alone. That. I know there's people out there that are like that. So yeah, with, I, I mean, I'm like, one of them. maybe not with this, but like with Star Wars and stuff. So like, I know. Sure. Like I know some people that are just like, the movies are the only things that are real. Right. Yeah. You know? And I get that aspect. Is like. You, yeah, that's fine if that works for you. It's just too bad because there's such a rich amount of extra sure. content if you're willing to accept beyond that, right? But. I mean, you also have to think there's, there has to be a dividing line at some point, right? Like, if you're a fan of anything, there's, okay, oh, now we're turning it into a TV show. Okay, that might be your, your breaking point where you go, I don't have time to commit to a 24 yeah. episode season. Yeah. I want to watch a two hour movie and be done. Then you yeah. get another dividing point where they go, oh, we're going to do books. We're going to do full length books of this universe, like Star Wars or whatever. And you yeah. go, oh, I don't have time to read a book, so that's my dividing point. And then yeah. you go, oh, we're extending the universe more, and we're going to do comics. And if you don't read the comics, you're not going to understand certain parts of this universe. And then you go, well, I don't like comics. That's my dividing Like, there's always a point where you've got to draw a line and go, yeah, I don't have time off. to commit to fucking 17 different, um, you know, uh, media, uh, you know, different types of media to commit to this one thing. And, like, at some point, there's a line you got to draw and go, okay, I want to do A, B, C, D, and E, and I can't commit a hundred percent of my effort into this one universe. And like, you're, you're going to lose people. So when all of a sudden movie X comes out and it goes, well, if you didn't read book six of, of this series or, or episode five of what if or, or whatever, you're not going to really get what's going on. Then you're going to, you're going to lose people. Yeah. I don't disagree. I definitely, but I mean, I think. I also think that I kind of look at Endgame as a good example of, of the end Infinity War is like for the people who have been there since the beginning and have been hardcore fans, there's so much extra payoff. But for yep. the people that weren't, still a good movie. Like you just, it just, you miss out on some of those little extras, right? So like, and I feel like that's but, the way we'll go. Like, 
Is it still a good movie? What? Endgame? Yes. Like, I can't see it from a viewpoint of not knowing the other 22 movies of that universe. So, I would love to see a person that hasn't seen anything of the well, MCU. Okay, so Kate's seen, Kate seen some, but she hasn't seen all, and she didn't mind it. Well, that's good then. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't wrap my mind around not like, knowing. She was pretty surprised at the end of Infinity War because I think she kind of, she's usually pretty good at figuring movies out. Like, it's kind of the writer in her, right? But like, yeah, she's, it's, it's, it's almost, it's almost annoying sometimes to watch a movie with her and she'll be like, that's going to happen to that person. And then it right. ends and I just look at her and she's like, I don't, I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But it's like, I mean, but like, I think even that ending surprised her. Like, she obviously saw that Thanos was going to snap everybody away. But like, yeah. I don't think she expected it to be like the, all those characters, right? Yeah, no, I mean, like, I think that's a fascinating thought process is like, I would love to make a friend or, or date a girl or whatever that had no interest in in the MCU and then just, and just pop watch on. them all as a newbie. Well, watch them all as a newbie would be awesome. Like, I would love yeah. to sit down with somebody and do that. But I also, like, pop on Infinity War and Endgame and going, do these movies make sense to you without seeing the rest of the universe? Yeah. Do you like these movies without seeing the rest of the universe? Because, to me, the emotional tug of those movies is because I know these characters really, and I, I yeah. like these characters and I had, you know, 10, 11 years of buildup with these characters of, like, yeah. that was the payoff. Is like, I love Tony Stark and then you know, that ending is like, oh man, that's that's the tug on the heart, right? So mm-hmm. removing all that, do you still get those emotional impacts? Do you still, you know, when you see all these characters coming together, is that still a like, you know, a dream? I'll say that there's like- definitely, like I said, you know, like when I was watching it with her, I think it was probably my like fourth or fifth time seeing it already. Like I had already seen it quite a few times. Sure. And when Cap says Avengers Assemble, like I was crying. Oh, and she just looked at me and was like, dude, fucking grow up. Like, (laughs) oh, see, like I started falling. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because it's like emotional, right? Because it's like in the theater when that happens, I started crying. And then, uh, when, when Cap picks up Thor's hammer, yeah, I started bawling again. And then with the ending, the whole, you know, Tony yeah. getting the gauntlet and everything, I, I started bawling again. Like the last 40 minutes of that movie, I was crying. I know, it's emotional roller coaster. And even now, like when I rewatched all of the, uh, all the movies, like whatever, two months ago, a month ago, like watching Endgame again, I was bawling half that movie because like it still has that same emotional impact for me where I'm like, it still means the same to me, even though I've seen it three or four times now. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. But yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I look. I won't say I'm not intrigued by by the idea of what if as an, a premise of like, hey, we want to go this way. We want to, you know, what if this happened? What if that happened? I think that's a cool premise, and um, I think it would be very difficult to get this done in live action because I don't yeah. think you could get most of the cast back. I think the cost would be way too high for what they're yep. going to get out of it. Uh, the budget of these shows would probably be enormous. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Like I, I get that, but um, immediately making it animated takes away, I think a percentage of, of the audience that you would normally have. And then 
I think with the, you know, 25, 30 minute episode or whatever it was, um, I think it felt rushed. I think it felt, um, paced improperly. Generally, I think the dialogue was not well written. I think the voice acting overall was poor for the majority of it. Um, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be mean or, or, you know, uh, call out any of these voice actors or whatever. Like, I'm not trying to be that dickhead on Twitter or whatever that says, you know, fuck you to this actor or whatever. I, I, I'm not trying to be that. For me, I'm just being honest and critical of what I thought of it. It's, it wasn't for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of figured it wasn't going to be for you. But Yeah, it's a bummer. I wish it was. I wish I, I loved it and, um, you know, was stoked for episode two. But, like, all I can think about is, like, well, at least we got a few weeks till Shang-Chi. Yeah, that's coming up quick, eh? Yeah, I, um, I mean, I hope it doesn't get delayed. Me too. Disney came out, I think, yesterday or the day before and said, like, no, this is definitely going to be a theatrical-only movie. We're not putting yeah. it on Disney+, Plus. blah, 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 blah. And I think that's a huge mistake. Um, I think this movie's going to tank. And I don't think that has anything to do with the quality of the movie. I think yeah. it's because... Just, just of given the, the scenario. The scenario when they're releasing it, if it does release on time... I think this movie is going to make next to no money. And I think you're going to see a lot of think pieces about, um, the way, the way Disney put it out, the way, um, you know, uh, a new kind of IP in this universe is, is, you know, not doing well. What does that mean? Um, all that stuff. I think the movie's going to do well. I don't know if box office numbers are going to necessarily well, reflect I mean. that. Oh, yeah. That's okay. what I mean. I mean, it'd be I don't different mean critically. Than, I mean, I, I mean would be different if it was like Black Widow, where everybody was like, I, I guess I don't know. Was Black Widow so far universally liked or disliked? I think it's mediocre. So I don't think it's like anywhere near love or anything. I think it's like right. in the you know sixty seventy percent. But just seeing how Suicide Squad did, you know, yeah. opening weekend, I'm like, this movie's gonna bomb. Yeah, well, Suicide Squad di- isn't doing great either, right? No, it's it, very bad. Yeah, but I mean, I think uh, uh, I was listening to another podcast about it, and they were talking about how um, it kind of gets like the the sequel is uh, the sequel suffers because the first one was so bad. So it's like, yeah, uh, people maybe don't see this because they remember the first one. And they're like, oh my god, it's fucking horrible. And then somebody mentioned like Tomb Raider was another one that was like that, where the first Tomb Raider movie is like fucking awful and then like the next one is like not bad or something and then i think eve that's apparently they said that was why they didn't decide to do call uh batman versus superman superman 2 because they were worried that the first one did so bad that it would taint the performance of the next one so they just dropped the superman name and just made it batman versus superman yeah no i mean I think that definitely has stuff to do with it. You see that with sequels all the time and like video games and all kinds of things. It's like, if you get a bad sequel to something and then they make like a third one or, you know, even if the first one wasn't like, even that, that reboot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it wasn't very well liked. I think it right. made money. I don't know exactly how the box office did, but the, the second, second one, one was, was better. I mean, I still didn't love the second one, but it was better. No. It's way better than the first one, but yeah, it, it didn't make any money because everybody's seen the first one and goes, well, yes. this is not yeah. good. Yeah. And didn't go see the second one. And me and you went and seen the second one and was like, That's right. this is exactly what we want out of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, except <laughs> for the turtles themselves. Yeah, yeah, I didn't love it. I mean, I thought it was entertaining enough, so. I think 
okay, what I, what did I want out of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles this entire time? I wanted Bebop and Rocksteady. Frank, I wanted Bebop and Rocksteady, and I wanted <laughs> to be like cool fight scenes and stuff like that. And we got most of that, except the turtles look like shit. Yeah. I don't know. Um, after seeing Suicide Squad tonight, I literally said, as soon as the movie ended, I said, I would love, James love Gunn to see a turtles? James Gunn directed rated R version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That'd be amazing. Where, like, James Gunn's great at making comedy. He's great at, um, the, like, character animation of, like, CG characters, like Groot and, and stuff like he did in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really cool. Um, he's great at making these characters interact in, like, a funny, real way. Uh, making, like, the team dynamic, all that kind of stuff. Like, he does great at that. So make me a rated R version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You yeah, could do, like, amazing. you know, Splinter and, and Bebop and Rocksteady and all these, all these you know, Baxter Stockman, all these characters that are, like, need a lot of CG to be able to, like, make realistic. Do it, but do also it right. have all the, like, weird comedy elements of the universe. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that would be awesome. I'd never thought of that, but that would be pretty amazing. And then rated R, like let's see Raphael actually use his size and fucking yeah, put them in someone's skull. That'd be great. You know, let's see Leo decapitate a foot soldier. That'd be great too. Well, the thing is, is even if you didn't want to make them, even if you you could still keep it R rated, but even if you wanted to do that, you could just make the foot soldiers robots. Sure, I don't care. Like if you want to go that route, that's fine. I just think. The worst part of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is they have weapons that they don't basically use as weapons because yes. nobody wants to see what a sword would or a katana would actually do to somebody or yes. you know a nunchuck actually smacking somebody in the face what that would actually do to them you know yes that's so, why he has to use combat cold cuts right exactly I I don't know as soon as I thought of that after the movie ended I was like that's where they need yeah. to go with Teenage Mutant that would be awesome that'd be great that'd be amazing. I'd be what so do I know? What do you know, Ryan? But yeah, anyway, um, what if I give like a five or six out of ten? I give an eleven out of ten just to spite Ryan. I like it. I like the spite. I like the hatred. I like the Cisco and Ebert dynamic of us. <laughs> uh, too funny. But yeah, <laughs> now, no, I, I mean I'll watch I, episode was, two. Again, to me, it's super hard to compare that to an MCU movie because it's just they're not the same. They're really not the same, you know? No, I agree. But wouldn't it wouldn't you have liked this better if it was like a hour long like animated thing where it kind of got time to like evolve and you got to see like sure, like even sure. like Red Skull, I thought was like so underdeveloped during the yeah, episode. Totally. Totally. And I'm like, there's so many cool ideas you could have done with Red Skull here. He also didn't turn out to be anything, though, too, right? That's the thing. No, I agree. But, like, we also know that he's kind of still in-universe, right? Like, Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a so, different universe. What's that? But this is a different universe. I know, but, like, how awesome would it be if Red Skull came back in some meaningful way? Yeah, but I guess he did kind of though, right? Like here. Yeah, I know, but he wasn't meaningful. He didn't really have, you know, wow. he was in the movie for five minutes. Yeah, but if he wasn't there, then they wouldn't have been able to get the stone. Sure, but I'm just saying, like, 
it'd be dope if all of a sudden he was like, oh, I'm back. Like, I did my time as this, like... And then he gets squished by the tentacles. All right, well, that too. I mean, that's fine, but... That's what happened. Like, weren't we talking about a few weeks ago about, like, the second coming of Hydra? Yes. About... Because it's with with, um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus' character. Valentina Constantina Bambina. Yeah, I, her name's terrible and I, completely unmemorable. But I, I mean, I love Julia Louis Dreyfus, but because um, I think it'd be dope if somehow she would like in the part con- of her like her character is Madame Hydra, right? But like, wouldn't it be dope if like, somehow she was like, we need to get Red Skull back too? That'd be crazy. And, like rescued him from whatever I can't remember what planet he's on in the fucking movie, but from Vormir, Vormir. Um. Yeah, it'd be awesome if she was like, "Yo, we're getting Red Skull back, and like we're doing this, and like he's a part of like the modern day Hydra or whatever." Like, but I don't but, know. I'd be so into that. But then they gender bend it, and Julia Louis Dreyfus becomes Red Skull. <laughs> I mean, fine. I don't care. I just think Red Skull is a cool character that was underutilized. <laughs> I do agree. Red Skull is a great bad guy, and it's a shame that he was. Yeah. A one and done, but I feel like that's the case with most Marvel villains. So, or figure out a way to make it. If you do this Captain Carter movie, bring back Red Skull somehow. Fuck yes. Honestly, if they do, I'd be surprised if they didn't, because I feel like that would make the most sense. But yeah, well, I just think if you're gonna redo um, uh, First Avengers, Ten Rings, and and all that, uh, Mandarin, all that stuff. You might as well redo like characters that you kind of messed up or or didn't get enough time on screen. Like if no character is dead, then you might as well bring back any character that you want. I agree, and I bet you I wouldn't be surprised if we did see that. To be honest, because isn't um wasn't um what's his name the guy who played Yellow Jacket confirmed for Quantumania? Yeah, Jeffrey Croft. Yeah, I yeah I can't remember. I can't remember. Um. I'm pretty sure, basically, I think all these movies are going to have so many different characters in that they run the risk of Spider-Man 3 syndrome. Um, Again, I'm giving, them the ben- I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because they I show that too. they can handle it. So until they give me a reason for me to start being like, fuck, this is starting to seem really crowded, I'm not yeah. against it. Because even if they're just kind of there... We don't need them to really do much. Hey, sorry to keep cutting you off, but have you seen... Did you see the pictures today of Moon Knight? No, I didn't. Hmm. Is it cool? I didn't... Re- it wasn't really for me, but... Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know anything about Moon Knight. Okay, so um, I'm not really your best entry into it either, because I only know a little bit. So I, All I know... Is, is he, like, Batman-esque? Kinda. So he's like, he has like multiple personalities. And like each personality is like a different kind of version of him. So, like, um, so yeah, so I guess that's probably what we'll see is Oscar Isaac kind of playing three or four different characters, I would guess, kind of in his head anyway. But I guess he gets his powers from like, uh, some like ancient Egyptian, like moon god or something. I don't know how they're going to do that, but. Uh, but I mean, like his, dumb, his, but his costume kind of looks like mummy esque. Like, kind of looks almost like he's like wrapped in 
like bandages on like his whole body is kind of like in like an off-white kind of color yeah is that is that comic like what's in the comics well in the comics he wears like he's had lots of different looks but like in the comics like his traditional look is like a white bodysuit white trunks with a white cape and a white hood and a black face all blacked out with white eyes with like a moon not, design with a moon design on his chest. So it's like, you know, that's not like, sneaky at all. <laughs> you can't go like jogging at night in that and not be seen. So I don't exactly know how it works, but he does have powers, I think. Like he's not just like a brawler. Like I'm pretty sure he yeah. can like I'm pretty sure he has like some kind of power. I just don't really know what. A dude I work with loves Moon Knight and yeah. he keeps talking about how stoked he is for Moon Knight and um yeah, I, 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 I think it's, I mean, I love Oscar Isaac and I'm really excited that's, to see what they do with it. That's enough for me. That's enough for me. He, yeah, he same. I'll watch it regardless, in, but, um, he's, he's going to fall in the same vein as Daredevil. So like, if you kind of dig Daredevil as a character, this, this should kind of be in your vein. Yeah. I, I didn't see the pictures, but I'm, I'm actually excited for the series because I love Batman. So if anything's kind of Batman in this Marvel yeah. universe, then I'm like, all right, cool. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we spend a ton of time with his, with Mark Spector, I don't think, like in the comics. Like, I don't think he's like, the alias isn't really that important. It's more just the different personalities when he's in character, when he's in, like, when he is Moon Knight, I think. Yeah. So. I mean, the one thing I really, like, love about Supergirl, I mean, this is kind of off topic, but on topic, is like, they kind of make fun of how silly it is at, like, doing this makes nobody recognize her and then doing this she's Cara Danvers and then like there's a lot of episodes where they do like point that out and go like oh yeah it's completely ridiculous but for some reason people don't want to don't want to see it kind of thing you know what I mean like yeah um and yeah so like they do talk about it a lot in the series and like I respect (laughs) that because yeah, it's 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 something that like seems totally out of like the nineteen whatever forties, fifties, whatever of like, oh, we'll just write this in as she puts on glasses and nobody realizes it. But like now in the modern day, it's like with technology and like cameras and everything like that. I'm like, this is fucking absurd, man. Facial recognition would pick that up immediately of like, yeah. oh, that's who it is. Like, so like I like the idea of like it's kind of people don't want to buy into the fact that they're around a superhero. People want to believe what you're telling them kind of thing. And yeah. yeah. Um, so like in that regard, I kind of like like the secret identity thing of like having something more realistic or more grounded in that way of like, we don't really need to jump in on what his, his real life is like. We, we yeah. want to see the superhero side of him or whatever. I, I'm cool totally. with that. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we actually saw Daredevil in that too. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I really hope they double down on bringing Daredevil back. Well, he's in No Way I know. Yeah, that's so. what I mean. Is like, if that's if he's in that, I hope that's not just like, hey guys, remember this? He was on Netflix. We're <laughs> never gonna use him again. Like I, I want feel, it to be like, I hey, like we're reintroducing him in Spider Man. Yeah. What's that? They wouldn't put him in just for that. I hope not. Like I hope it's like we're reintroducing him in our universe and now you're going to get us daredevil fucking show or movie in a year or two after spider-man that's like hey we're bringing him back like you know i don't think i don't think we'll see in spider-man i don't think we'll see daredevil as daredevil like i I think we might get to see him fight but i bet you he'll just be in like a suit like 
I think we'll get them for like five minutes. I hope so. I hope I'm wrong because I really would love to see what they have for costume in mind. But I don't. My if, my if I had to my guess, theory. Yes, he'll just be wearing a suit. My theory is that he'll take on one of the Sinister Six at some point in the movie, like because you're going to see all the three different versions of Spider-Man taking on somebody. There's going to be a big battle scene. You'll see like you know whatever Tobey Maguire fighting Green Goblin, fucking you know whatever Doctor Andrew Garfield Oct- fighting o- Doctor Octopus and fucking Tom Holland fighting whoever. And then I would love if they were like, oh, and here's Daredevil fighting X. Yeah. And it's like kind of similar to the t- to TV show where like, oh, this is going to be like a hallway brawl where he's yeah. like, you know, fucking beating the shit out of whoever. And it's like this well choreographed, awesome, sh- awesomely shot hallway brawl. And you just get like, you know, four or five minute scene of him of Daredevil. And then it's, you know, back to the, like, you know, Spider-Man's fight. But I think that's like a cool way to reintroduce him and be like, hey, here he is. And we're going to do something with him. And like after that movie, the next day, put out a press release that says like Daredevil will, will return in, you know, season one of the Disney Plus show or yeah movie in 2025 or whatever the fuck. I'll uh, I'll be happy to see him back because I really liked uh, Charlie Cox as Same. No, yeah, awesome. Camera, yeah, he's great. Bring back Electra. Bring back Punisher. Hell yeah. I don't really care about Electra as much because I don't really have attachment to the character. So I know either, was, but I loved her in the show. She was okay in the show, but thought she was but Punisher all day, all day and night. Fuck those Brilliant. those that Punisher two seasons yeah. were fucking awesome. I loved it. Yeah, oh, no, I, I, I I I like both seasons of Punisher. I know. Sorry, I'm better now, right? Yeah, you're coming back right now. You oh, kind of hello? Open, but hello? I can hear you, but you I'm yeah, back, baby. I can hear you, but um yeah. No, I I hope they come back and I hope it does does well, but I can't. You're John Cena. So I feel like I feel like um, you should I yeah. feel like you should probably wrap up the show because we think we're pretty much done and it sounds like my power my my shit, so <laughs> Yeah, no worries. So, uh, yeah, that's but you the end of this episode. I, I can hear you. I don't know if you can hear me. Sorry, I'm frozen. I can hear you. Yeah, yeah I can. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Just listen thanks, to everybody, for watching. Uh, we will come back next week and talk about What If Episode 2 and continue from there. Um, I appreciate everybody coming out and watching us. Remember, we're available now on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. So follow us there if you choose, or you can follow us here on Instagram at Customs by Matthew and at Moose Milk Media. Our art is done by at Jamie Milnart. And um, yeah, we're also available on YouTube if you can search it on there or the links in the profile. So uh, we appreciate you watching and we hope to see you next week. So everybody take care. Bye, Matt. <laughs>